Hello, everyone, and welcome to What the Film Corp podcast number nine. I'm James Paul Shepard, and here with me today is Dylan Painter. Howdy! And our special guest from Lomo Media, James Lombardo. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for having me. On this episode, we're talking about reminiscence, talking about what Film Corps Digital is up to, and you guys already guessed it, we're getting off topic. So let's get into it. So how is everybody doing today? What's what's going on with our guest, James Lombardo from Lomo Media? How you doing today? I'm doing well, my friend. I'm just so happy that I could be on your guys' podcast. I mean, we've had you on ours, so it's nice to kind of return the favor and come on, yeah. you know. I mean, we're just as busy, you know. We're busy. We talked about it. We're always busy. But that's kind of the good thing. We'd hate to be slow, right? But oh, I'm just yeah. appreciate it. Ready to talk about this film with you guys. Oh, we're happy to have you on here. What, what What's up with Dylan Man. this week? Oh, nothing. This is like the first time that uh, me and my wife could literally just relax on a Saturday and uh I am uh I'm preparing to do that that chip challenge today but that's that's uh that's it other than that man it's been a, it's been a great weekend and I am super happy to have Jimmy with us man yes I, oh, yeah thank you I, I love I, I love being in your streams and watching your videos so um I, I uh yeah I I expect to I expect many giggles today should be should be fun should be so with that, let's uh, we're going to talk about a little uh, what's going on with Filmcore Digital this week. We are actually super excited to announce that our guest, we are doing a collaboration with them, with Lomo Media and Filmcore Digital, hooking up and making some awesome content. Jimmy, you want to touch base on that? Yeah, I mean, it was something that you know, me and you both have always talked about and we're finally able to do it. It's, you know, it's nice to kind of bring kind of our content to you so you can spice it up a little bit and add some of these sweet effects that you've been doing the tutorials on and kind of like each hand feeds each other. So I'm really excited for this and I'm happy. I'm happy that we didn't mess up our filming too bad. So we didn't have to refilm our first uh, collab video because that was my biggest fear. We have some little, little tiny difficulties with some questionable hand movements from uh, my business partner, Aaron. But other than that, we did pretty well in the first one. Yeah, I was, uh, that was my biggest fear too. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm super excited to start doing this. Um, so I have some actual footage instead of just me locked off on a tripod doing little quick skits. Um, and we get, we get, we get to get more viewers on your guys' awesome content that you're doing. So, but that was a fear. I'm like, oh man, I hope he knows what to do. But I mean, I knew you knew what to do because mm -hmm. you guys do awesome work over there. But it's still that fear of, oh man, I'm going yeah, mean, to spend hours on this effect. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's that's the way it is. Uh, visual effects are hours and hours and months and years. And I hope this one doesn't take that long because the first one's supposed to release, what, September 17th? September 17th. That's a tentative date, but we do have an option to move it at the end of the month. So no rush, but we're shooting for the second Friday of every month to uh, release these collaboration videos. So that means I better get on it and start uh, doing some <laughs> editing. We got we got one done. We got one effect put in there. I showed Jimmy uh, a couple days ago. It looks so. good. 
So we're, we're excited about that. But let's get into what we're talking about today. Reminiscence. Reminiscent? Reminiscence. 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 That's a, that's a funny word to say. It is. All right. <laughs> so basically, this movie is Nick Bannister, a private investigator of mind, navigates the alluring world of the past when his life is changed by new client, May. She's awesome. We'll, we'll definitely talk about her. Um, a simple case becomes an obsession. After she disappears, he fights to learn the truth about her. Written and directed by Lisa Joy, starring Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, Fanny Way Newton. It's not Fandy Way. We, we looked it up. Look it up. Fanny Way Newton and Cliff Curtis. Uh, who's Cliff Curtis in that movie? Uh, he's oh, a detective. Booth. Booth. Yep, Booth. Yes. He's, he's, yeah, got you. He's a good okay. actor. He's I said underrated. that, you and then I was like, <laughs> right. I, I've, I've seen him in other stuff, and as soon as I said his name, I went, wait. I don't remember who that guy was, but yeah, I do. I do remember who he was. So, um, so we're going to jump let, into this. Well, yeah, we're oh, going to let yeah. we're going to let Jimmy start off the review on this movie. Wow. So, so we're going to let you take the reins here. What'd you think? Wow, I get to be the first one yes. to talk about it on your guys' podcast. Oh, yes. Well, I guess uh, I don't know. You know, not not kind of knowing what you guys feel about it. I thought it was a really good bad movie. I don't know what else to really. <laughs> To really uh, say about it, I'm excited to be on the podcast. I don't know if I was that excited to end up watching this film when it was done. I think they like. I think the good parts of it were good, but I think there's a little bit more bad to it. When you the, kind of the setting didn't make sense to me. It was a futuristic setting, but it also looked like 1950, which I guess is that noir kind of setting, which makes sense. That's what they wanted to go for. But the timeline didn't add up. And as they're kind of like going through the trail and he's doing his uh, detective work, you're like, where are we? Like, how did we get here? Like one time you're five years in the past and then you're like in the future and then you're back in the past. And then you're like, wait, did this happen at the same time or separate time? Um, it was just <laughs> as confusing as kind of the movies that it was based like not like based on, but movies kind of like Inception is kind of did the Inception thing where it gets uh, confusing at parts hmm. and I like the way it looked. I thought kind yeah. of like the settings and kind of just the world that they got, you know, created. There's like subtle political things in here, I guess, kind of like climate change and war and everything, which you can either take it or leave it when it comes to films like that. Yeah. But overall, I'd have to say not the best film I've seen, but it was pretty cool to like visually. It was appealing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so just let everybody know. We have kind of decided that this podcast going further on, we're going to um, give away spoilers. We're going to. Oh, I wish you would have told me that. <laughs> we're gonna. We're going to do spoilers in our podcast from now on. If you guys don't want that, leave a comment and tell us that no, you guys like it where we don't give away spoilers. Um, but we're like the from, spoiler kings over on our yeah. podcast yes. and then here guys, i'm trying to like <laughs> skirt around it and then once i'm done talking you're like by the way we're giving out spoilers now and i'm like damn okay cool so so real quick i, I didn't write what what i uh, came up for this i i didn't really have any spoilers for it um mostly because it wasn't very um spoiler-esque no. it didn't have anything to spoil 
Um, so like you said, I, I felt that it was like Inception meets Minority Report meets Blade Runner. Like yep. it was all like they all had a baby and made this movie. And you, you could see it in the visuals because it had it had potential to be a really good movie. Um, the camera work was amazing. The direction was really good. Um, acting actors were good. Um, some of the acting from those actors, I was like, oh, my God, like this is this is subpar from this kind of actor. Like their fighting scene between um, um, Nick and Watts. It, it felt forced. It, it was it like sucked. It was like, what? What? What kind? What is this? Yeah. So um, but the concept of the movie was awesome to have a flooded like future, like the, it's flooded in the future. Um, like you said, visuals, because I'm a visual guy was awesome. Like the water. Yeah. I mean, you could kind of tell that it was CG, but it still felt that it was a train going across the water, hitting that yeah. water. The fluid simulation on that was really well done. Um, so <laughs> it did not keep me engaged no. whatsoever. Um, <clears throat> very slow to start. I believe I fell asleep three times to, and then had to wake up, rewind it and be like, uh, what happened? Um, and then I was like, oh, OK, well, I guess I really didn't need to rewind it because it had no no, no impact yeah, on the story if I missed something. Um, the the characters just were so like they didn't have enough story to the character themselves to actually make you feel anything for them, make you like them. There was nothing there for the characters. So, I mean, I understand what they were trying to do with the plot of the movie. Um, it was just way too weak. And Lisa, Lisa Joy, amazing writer, producer and everything for Westworld. Great show. Um, I've only got to see, I think, two seasons of it, but uh, I, I've heard nothing but good things about Westworld. And it's a really good show. So I think she took the concept of TV to try to put it in a movie and it just didn't fit. Yeah, I think that's a good way to look at it. I mean, Westworld's a great show, like 100%. But one thing that I wanted to point out too when I went earlier, it's very like cookie cutter at times, if that yep. makes sense. And mm -hmm. I think to touch on your point earlier, and then I'll let you go. It's like your like your viewers don't really know, but I'm a not a big fan of when movies run longer than like when they should. And I don't think every single film needs to be two to three hours long. I think you can easily tell a story in an hour and a half. And this was one of those films. I think it just went on for way too long. Oh yeah. There was times where it was like, it's coming to an end. You're going to find out what happens. And then a whole different thing. Just like, it, it was like a whole new story came up and it was like, wait, wait a minute. I thought, I thought it was finally coming to an end and it just drug on and on. I think that's why a lot of people stopped watching this at, like an hour in they've turned it off it, it did not it did not go over well with a lot of the audience their rotten tomato score is very very low like 31 percent 31 percent from rotten tomato and only wow. uh, tomato and only 47 percent from the audience Jeez. So, mm -hmm. yeah so because i don't really listen to rotten tomato the critics the actual right. critics on there i listen to the audience i don't really listen to anybody i'll watch a movie even if it gets a low score i'll watch it anyways um I'm not putting any blame on anybody here at at all, um, but uh, Reminis didn't wasn't really gonna make it. I was hoping Candyman won, 
but somebody, oh, okay. somebody gotcha. couldn't watch. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I'm being blamed for not watching. I'm... <laughs> Why didn't wait, 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 wait? You gotta, you gotta film me. So we talked about, yeah, we talked about them on his stream. It, oh, oh, that's right. It was my yeah. stream, yep. and I was saying I don't, I don't. Me and my wife don't watch scary movies. I'm not, I'm not about it. And I mean, if it ever wins on on the category for this podcast, I'll I'll watch it and I'll. Well, maybe we'll have James over on ours to watch Candyman so we can talk <laughs> about it. I think it go. was about, I think it was more um, for Mrs. Badger because I, I, I felt bad because she, she said that you have to watch it by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was oh. like, oh man, I don't. And that, she jokes, but she's not joking about that. Oh yeah. I, I yeah, would have I, had to watch it by myself. I mean, same with my wife. My wife hates that movie stuff. As we were talking, um, I was talking to Jimmy on his live stream yesterday or Friday. Um, yeah, my wife hates scary movies like that so yeah damn that'd be think? crazy to have to watch it by yourself guys i mean that would be that would be so bad to have to watch I'm, movies well i'm, I'm okay imagine with it that. i, I watch movies all, that. Stuff all the time I, i'm a hundred percent but i mean oh, yeah. when the wife wants to watch something you watch the movie she wants to watch uh, then you yeah. go out in the studio and you watch what you want to watch by yourself there that you makes go. sense so what do you think dylan what, what are your thoughts on this movie so um very much what what you guys uh, pointed on um the first 40 minutes of the movie i was quite literally like i'm kind of already done with this story um i i was like okay cool uh you know like i i liked how i liked the the thought i like movie you know like inception anytime you get in someone's head mm-hmm. things get confusing so kind of was expecting that and I was expecting us to be like in the moment and then be like, oh, we're about to be ripped out of a memory, like like that kiss on the tower and stuff like that. And, you know, yeah, I, I just knew it. I was like, this is going to be when he when he tells her the story. Uh, never mind. Anyway, I'm getting way I'm getting jumbled up. Of, so, of Orpheus or whatever. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, OK, that's a big this is a big moment in this movie right here. I, I, I already was like, this is probably where we're going to come back and end it. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just don't like being able to guess stuff like that, you know. And um, so about an hour in, I I was like, uh, hey, I'm just going to pause it, see how much time is left. And I feel like any time you do that in a movie and then and then you go, oh, crap, that's another hour. <laughs> like, it's not good. And, yeah. um, I, so with that being said, that's how the first hour of the movie went. After. He figures out that she was on that baka, that drug in the in the movie. Um, that's where the movie really gripped me. The second half of the movie was so much better than the first, and it, it just rolled a lot better. And I was like, man, well, what the heck? Why why did we have to go through all these transitions and stuff for it to finally be getting some traction? You know. And um, so, like, with that being said, I did not like it. I I mean, it, I just didn't have fun. It wasn't engaging. Um, we were supposed to really have empathy for Nick and May, and we didn't even get enough time with them to build like that. Nope. That oh, we want to see them yeah. together. Like no, she's, she's just some client that came in looking for her keys, which I off the bat was like, this is super weird. I, I don't feel people go to these places to reminisce about huge parts in their life. You know, yeah, it's like forced, and, and to like feel something, and that 
that I will say I really like that. It really showed how um, desperate people were in this post-apocalyptic flooded Miami um, to, to feel real emotion, you know? Excuse me. I thought that was really neat. Um, like I had more, I, I felt how I had felt that I had more empathy for the strange woman that was coming in with her memory with the guy with the pasty, pasty butt. You know, yeah. I was like, I felt bad for her because she was literally telling them like, you know, nope. They were like, hey, you can take this memory if you want. She's like, nope, it's not the same. And it's like, golly, these people are willing to come in here and relive moments yeah. in their life just to be happy. So. I thought that they portrayed that pretty cool. But like I said, we were supposed to care about Nick who like in the second half of the movie turned into a freaking psychopath. It was like, dude, I thought you were supposed to be cool. And like, kind of like held, you you had a higher standard of the way you operated and you just scrambled homeboy's brain. You know what I mean? Like I, I just thought, man, you know, and, and, but he knew he didn't mention that. He said, you know, I'm, I'm in trouble for that or whatever. I don't remember what he said, but um, I just, I wish it would have been better, you know? And it, like you saying, James, I I don't know. I'm not saying anyone was a bad actor in it. The acting scenes were great. The choreographed fighting was complete garbage. It it looked like they were like, all right, we got one take, do it, you know? And it's just very, that's with uh, like the story that, so they started it off with Hugh Jackman being this ex-military Navy person and awesome. He worked, he was recruited and worked right. for the border and all this stuff. He got his ass whooped every 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. He really like, did. He was always, like, a, yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't shoot the gun. Like the, the scene where they're right. in the, the fish tank or whatever. Like, yeah, Joe, St. Joe. Yeah, you couldn't even shoot the gun. He's like, his, his character was pretty cool. St. Joe did really Oh, yeah, he cool. was, yeah, he uh, was really, like, he looked familiar, and I was trying to figure out what he's seen. I looked up everything he was in. Daniel and it was Wu? Just sm- yeah, it's just small mm-hmm. stuff that wasn't, like, nothing that, but I remember his face. Like, he had, but I didn't spend much time um, researching it. But, like, he made, they made Hugh Jackman so, like, he just felt so weak. Yeah. Like, he couldn't, he couldn't fend for himself. But the one scene he was super badass and freaking took that guy. Like the guy wanted to shoot that guy, the, the prisoner, whatever. And he like stopped him yes. and went, took the gun. There's went, better like, ways to, yeah. Yeah. Better, better ways to take yeah. care of somebody than, than a bullet. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie, he's like, stop, don't touch me. Well, you kind of get lost on who his character really is though. I mean, both of you point out like the beginning, him and the ending, him are like, two very different people oh, yeah. people yes and, and for it, being i guess that's oh sorry i'm sorry oh no, you're good uh so i guess i guess that would be to show what his care for may did to him you know like yeah i could this see that. girl that that apparently it was months we find out like that remember when booth is talking to her in that memory and he's like what it's been three months you can't get a combination and she's like it's he's harder to crack yada yada and i was like that was three months we got like two scenes of them together but that's what what i mean mean? like the timeline doesn't make any sense in this movie because sometimes it's five years ago and then when he's having another interaction and he's talking to the other side he's like oh i haven't seen her in like six years but then you're like well it's like five years ago and then you're like where are we now like i never really knew where we were in this timeline at all right it was so confusing at times yeah Mm -hmm. 
And I, I understand that they were trying to they were trying to show the progression of Nick's character um, because of what May did to him. But I feel like it was subpar, subpar how it, they did it. Yeah, it just wasn't a gradual. It was like, hey, I really like this girl. I'm trying to fire, find her. I'm a lunatic. She lied to me. I'm going to kill people. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, I don't know. It was. It... And I'm happy again because she wasn't the person I thought she was that, <laughs> yeah, she, that yeah. I thought she so, was. Yes. So with that being said, you know me, James and Jimmy. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast, but I am like the I really like to get to the deeper meaning mm-hmm. of things. And the way I interpret interpret this is I actually looked it up. Um, reminiscence. Reminiscence therapy is a real type of therapy that people use to help people mainly i think is what it, what it said on on the ww the World Wide web um it said that um it's usually used uh, for older clients that need to feel like that they actually accomplished something or um to find value in what they've done in the past so oh that's interesting um, i didn't realize that. that's cool right i didn't either um and uh so with that i think this movie the whole reminiscence idea is at first we think oh okay so may just you know she burned off whatever oh maybe she's in trouble or whatever yeah and then we find out oh she was a drug addict oh she definitely burned off and then it was like oh no she kidnapped a kid oh no you know all these you know from an outside perspective looking at someone judging right because and especially the world we live in with social media and your life is just on blast if you want it to be and people are going to judge you for that but without truly seeing someone's memories and someone what someone is actually thinking you you don't know what's going on so i feel like that was the main like you know the idea of the movie is to not judge somebody based on their actions i mean even if you do see what they did maybe they felt you know justified i don't know that's what i took away from it yeah i can see that definitely so with that being said all of our reviews I would recommend this movie to no one. Um, I would say, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. It would not be one that I'd say, Hey, you have to go see if it's on a stream. If it's you're you're, you're flipping through the stream, go ahead and watch it because there are some, there are some other side of the review that people really, there, there's people out there that really enjoyed it. They think it is an amazing movie. Um, I was reading some of the reviews and stuff. I'm like, I don't 100% agree with you, but everybody has their own opinion on stuff. Sure. So I I personally would not recommend this. I, don't, I wouldn't waste anybody's time. I mean, even Hugh Jackman being as amazing as Hugh Jackman is could not save this movie. Couldn't save Mm-mm. it. What do you think, Jimmy? Uh, so I agree with you kind of about 50%. Like, I wouldn't... Like, if somebody asked me for... A movie wreck which happens you know people are you know and us mm-hmm. doing podcasts i'm like hey what should i watch i want to give this as like a recommendation for just your everyday like watcher but i feel like if you are into film like i actually recommended this film for aaron to watch knowing it's not a great film but i think if you're into film or into analyzing film you have to watch this movie because there's parts into it and just visually it's appealing so I think there is something that you can pull away, but for like your casual viewer for film, no. Yeah. With that being all. said, I, mm-hmm. I'm 50, 50 on that because of, I wouldn't recommend this movie. If you're, if you're talking about just visuals and I mean, yeah, they were really good, 
but like I mentioned earlier, you can watch Blade Runner, yeah. Inception, and and almost get like it was almost the same. Like you you knew they had those movies in mind when they were directing it and oh, the camera movement and stuff. So, but yeah, the visuals were I think the best part of the movie. What do you think, Dylan? What would what's your recommendation? I would tell someone that like the same kind as you. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't take the trip out to the movie theater to watch this movie. Um, if you have HBO Max and you're trying to watch a movie and sure, you know, it's not, I don't think it was terrible. I, I'd give it like four out of 10 if I had to put it on that scale. You know what I mean? Like, and, and like you said, like Hugh Jackman is so good. And Rebecca Ferguson was awesome too. Her character, oh, yeah. I, I liked me. Like it, it made the movie made me want to like me. And, um, even though the parts of the movie want to make you hate her, I kind of was like, I still like her. I don't know. I like her character. Mm -hmm. um, but it just wasn't enough to, to like make it just like a must watch. So yeah, yeah uh, she did. She did really well. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, the, his partner, uh, what's her name? Tanny Avery, Way. Avery Castillo. No, no, no. Yeah. Natalie. Oh no, that's, Oh, that's what's that's. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. Watts. Um, her, her Watts, yes. Her nickname is Watts. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, dude. Uh, I watched this movie with my brother-in-law. I just got to add this. And you know her movie, she tells the story about how she gets the nickname Watts. Mm -hmm. And he was like, he leaned in and he goes, how would you feel if your nickname was the biggest mistake of your life? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, dang, dude. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I blew up a military compound. Whoops, that's why they call me Watts. <laughs> it's more like whoops. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought about it that way. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so with that, little little, little uh, fun facts about the movie. Um, Lisa Joy, it's her first time um, really directing because she produced uh, and wrote on uh, The Westworld, but she's never she didn't direct it. So this is mm -hmm. her first time directing. And she is Christopher Nolan's sister-in-law, mm -hmm. huh. which was which was really interesting. Um, you would think um, Christopher would have stepped in and uh, gave some pointers, but <laughs> he did. Maybe he tried. She's yeah. like, "Let me She's do like, my thing. I'm an independent woman. I will do this." Um, yeah. So, so the thing that a fun fact about it, which is weird, is that Miami's flooded, right? Louisiana, Louisiana is not not flooded. <laughs> Miami is six feet above yeah, sea level. I was, Louisiana yeah. is one to two feet below sea level. Low. <laughs> yeah, it's completely dry. And my, I mean, they must have had some really good like sand. Well, it was just like that one up. part though. It was just like this one part yeah. of New Orleans, just like a little circle. No, yeah. I thought the same thing. I was like, how is how is New Orleans like above water if everything's flooding? Like, how yep. is this like, even? A New Orleans already goes underwater without the world being like that. Yeah, like, it was crazy. I kind of thought the same thing. I was like, New Orleans, New Orleans to Miami. That is a long boat ride. That is a long. That's like from me to New Orleans. That's a long boat ride. Yeah, that little uh, that little that little boat did not have enough gas in it to. To make that trip I, things like that continue it you know does what I mean? that bother like, you guys a lot too like when you're oh, like man not like uh, when that plane like if a plane is smaller you're like there's no way like you got there without getting like does that nope. stuff bother you because it bothers dude. me too you're like how oh, does dude. 
how does this car make it all the way without like stopping for gas or something? Yep. But that was one of my first on our first podcast doing Black Widow. That was like, how'd that little plane make it from Ohio to Cuba? You know? <laughs> well, that like, that's overnight? the thing too. <laughs> like they, I mean, they've done way better and film since back then but that was like even when i was younger i used to point that stuff out like when shooting scenes the guy shoots like 915 bullets from a nine millimeter that only has like 12 in it or 15 (laughs) and it's just going and you never see him reload nothing and right so i mean they've done a lot better with that because i think so many people uh pointed that out but yeah those little those little things like what like like i mean just little things like action movies like james bond movies back in the day you have all the bad guys coming down the hill, chasing him like the ski scene from the Pierce Bronson one where he's down the hill skiing and all the guys are chasing him, shooting him. He can't go back up. Why are you not down at the bottom just waiting for him? Like, where's he Where's he going to go? They're up here chasing him when he they're just just sit at the bottom and wait. I mean, there's things like that. It's like we did not we did not think this through. So, I mean, yeah. I think about that stuff all the time. What about you? What about you, Jimmy? You you think about that, especially when you're doing your own films all the time, man. I think that's one of the things that I'm most critical about is things have to make sense. I get that films are an escape from a reality. And if you set the universe up right that you are filming in, you can do it mm-hmm. and it's fine. But it has to be like known. You have to know the rules of like where we're watching. But if you just don't explain those rules, and we go in with our own perception of reality and it doesn't make sense. It's a really big turnoff for films for me. Really oh, big yeah. turnoff. Yeah. Especially if the, like you said, if it's not set to be like, if it's not a movie where it's like, okay, I know this is completely fake. Like, like free guy we watched last week. Um, it's completely, completely fake. I know that it's not real. So that thing doing that thing. Cool. But if it's yeah. set in like a supposed to be real futuristic world, I mean, it it makes it makes no sense if you don't keep it well, consistent. I mean, even half of the time, I forgot we were even in uh, the future. I don't know if anybody else like felt that too, but like most of the time, I forgot we were even in the future. Like the tech, like the tech was very futuristic, but most yeah. of the time, I was just like, "Where are we? Well, like, yeah, what year yeah. is this?" Yeah, like the 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 scene where like the whole movie you're you're going through and you've got the boats, you got the flooding. And then they get into a car and then they're driving on the roads and like the road that he was just just on was flooded. So there's a scene where he grabs that earring out of the water. It's completely flooded. But when he makes her from right out the same same front door, he gets and there's the water is not even really like there's no water when the car's driving away. Like there's well, no he, there's a little bit of water. in, But it's you not know, as like deep a, as like he's stuck his hand, hand down in right. there. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that, like you, like you said, what year? Because the the car was old. I mean, in the future, did we we couldn't use electronics? I mean, you had to get cars Mm -hmm. that had no electronics in them because that was a really old car, probably from the seventies, and then the blue car behind it was like in the eighties. But that's what I. But that's that's the thing that I was that I'm trying to point out is like, like if you want to make a futuristic setting that looks like the fifties, that's fine. But play by your own rules. Don't add in stuff from like the seventies and the eighties, and then you're. That's what makes it confusing. Especially when you have no backstory on like any of it. On, like, I don't, on, maybe I missed it. I don't know if I missed it because I fell asleep. I missed times. it too then. Did they no. tell, they didn't talk about the war at all. Like what caused no, the flood? Like in the they first said, five what? seconds of the movie, Hugh Jackman is just like, for lack of better terms, he's just like, oh, there's a lot of water everywhere and there was war. And now there's not. And yeah, I, they I, say I just, the war a lot, but they never explained the war. Yeah, no. you didn't. 
I didn't know understand like so what I think it's war just a, I think it's just a, blood? I think it's just literally to um I think it's just kind of going on the fact that people um take natural disasters and just flip you know what I mean like actually and before the movie we weren't even talking about this me and my brother-in-law uh we were talking about a um we were talking about a uh, real natural disaster, uh, Joplin, Missouri, when they were hit with that tornado in 2011. Um, I went on a, a work mission trip where we went and, and went there, and it was devastating. We got to talking about this, and he was like, did you know it only takes people 72 hours and during a natural disaster to start looting and doing, you know, on average? So that's what kind of got me thinking. I was like, I think we're just meant to have it in our mind. Yeah, the world went to crap, and then people started losing their minds and fighting. And, you know, obviously a lot of naval battles. I don't know. I don't know how. But it's like the world, like literally, like whenever you looked at Miami, there was no, nothing in sight. That bugged me because I was like, dude, actually, if you were to keep going north and go more inland, you would start seeing land. We would see, you know, I think you would. I don't know. Well, well, see, that's the thing, too. Like the visuals, it it was mostly just water. Like the yeah. buildings were still intact. They looked, they looked like brand new buildings. The scenes from the aerial scenes, like brand, like there was no like huge destruction. So like what caused the flooding? It just rose and we, right. we well, that's out. why I think, that's why I think there was that like undertone of climate change. I think that's what mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, like a lot of movies and a lot of writers or Hollywood or something, they'll put like, kind of like political agendas sometimes and things. And I think that was kind of, it was, I think it was to make us think about climate change a little bit is how I interpret it. And that could be wrong or right, but it's kind of like a slip it in a little bit. Yes. I I think it was really subtle, but I agree with you, Jimmy. I think it was just kind of like, um, there's a bunch of water everywhere and everyone knows what we mean by that. Yeah. Cause I mean, they talk about like being down in Florida, they talk about it a lot and, in the next 20 years, half of Florida is going to be completely underwater because it's rising. So, yeah, I, I see. I see that's what they were they were going with there. But again, it was hard to catch that from all the non like basically trying to stay awake. I, I, I this movie, I definitely fought to stay awake and I watched it at a reasonable time. I think it was at like 12 Maybe yeah. 1130 today. Dang. So, I mean, so it wasn't like, oh, I watched it late at night and I was tired and I just went like, no, like it's, it's hard. It did not keep me engaged enough. And that's what, no, that's what my wife about fell that. asleep. My wife fell asleep several times during it. And she woke <laughs> up and she's like, this movie sucks. <laughs> oh man. I started my day with a yesterday when I got up, I put, or I drank us some coffee and I turned it on i was drinking coffee watching it and i was like what a way to start my day what an interesting interesting yeah. start to the saturday i uh, i wanted to in in this review i wanted to say somewhere like this movie wanted me to i wish that that technology was real so i could sit in it and remember a time before i watched this movie that's funny take it <laughs> take it back take it back all right mm-hmm. So with that, our reviews on this would be um, see it if you want to see it. Uh, we don't suggest it. So we're going to move on to the Filmcore Digital Patreon members. We're going to thank them right now. Um, we appreciate everybody 
that supports the channel and everything that we do here. And those members are Leslie Murphy, Vicky and David Ingblom, Dustin Clark, Bobby Saravanera, Angela Marie, Little Thrusty, Danny Galwin, Carl Robbins, and Dylan Painter. Appreciate everybody that supports. And if you guys want to support Filmcore Digital, definitely go check out all the benefits that we offer um, over at patreon.com Filmcore Digital. All right. So let's jump into some future stuff. What, Jimmy, is there anything that you're super excited about seeing coming up? Anything? No, not. I do have to recommend to everybody, though. We just watched a film called A Vicious Fun. Um, it's streaming on Shudder. And you can also get a free trial on Amazon Prime if you have that to watch it. It's a horror comedy. And it probably is one of the best films I've watched so far uh, this okay. year. All right. I would oh, definitely okay. have to. Ton of fun. Ton of fun. Vicious fun. Vicious fun. Vicious fun. I will definitely jot that one down. I definitely... Probably not Probably not one for Badger. the wives to watch, or, mm. but it's not But it's not scary. Like, there's no point in the movie where you're, like, scared. There's just... Is there gore? There's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, so, yeah, lots of gore. So, Jimmy, with that, so you said horror comedy. Mm -hmm. What's that compared to Shaun of the Dead? Because that, that's, that's a good horror comedy... I think it's like, more it's more thriller. It's not really on that same line of like cock like comedy first, I guess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's not it's, it's a thriller. Yeah, horror. like it's meant to be it's meant to be like a horror thriller movie with some comedy elements, not a comedy film with horror okay. elements. Horror elements. Gotcha. Okay. That, well said. I will I will definitely jot that one down. What about you, Dylan? <laughs> Anything that you've seen that you're like, man, I want to see this? Um I really want to see um I really want to see Cry Macho mm -hmm. when it comes out in a few weeks. I think I've already mentioned that. Um, mm, not really, man. No, there's, I mean, uh, Shang-Chi comes out Friday. I'm going to be, be checking that out. Sometime. That is up on our, that's up on our poll right now. Um, mm -hmm. I even put on the Patreon page. Um, you do get the vote. Um, if you're a Patreon member, uh, that's up there uh, with another movie. I'm not sure what movie we put up there, but I even put in parentheses. I'm pretty sure we know which one's going to win. So, <laughs> so more than likely, listen to this now, next week will be the review of Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, or the Legend, the Legend of the Ten, of Rings. Ten Rings. That looks mm -hmm. great, though. I have to say, like everything I've seen so far, that movie looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited that we get to see... Um, the Incredible Hulk's version of Abomination um, with Edward Norton. That's the same Abomination that we see in the trailer fighting Wong. And so, um, yeah, I, I think it'll be pretty interesting. I uh, it's one of the, I think it's going to be one of those movies that Mar like Disney's like, oh, we're just going to casually put this movie here, and then it's actually going to be a whole lot better than yeah. than what than what people are thinking. Nice. Um, I don't know. Who knows, man? I, you know, I'm I'm excited. I'm always excited about Marvel movies, so I probably am going to try to not vote on Shang Chi just to not. But not everyone is like, well, we know Badger's going to want to watch the Marvel stuff. You know, like I'm, I'm shaking it up. I already, I'm going I already out voted. So um, you voted for Shang Chi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm super yeah. excited about that movie. Um, I'm actually trying to um, do a recreation of the the ring. Uh, effect that he's that he does in the trailer awesome. um i'm, I'm looking at that. yeah i'm looking at 
waiting until I see the movie first to see more on it because it's so it's so fast on in the trailer that you don't really get to see right. how it's like I can't break it down from just that little bit. But I did see a trailer um, yesterday that I'm super excited for. It's coming to Netflix. It's Benedict Cumberbatch's new movie. Um, it's called uh, The Power of the Dog. He's like a he's like a cowboy. It's it's based on the Burbank brothers in 1925. Hmm. And here's an here's a name that's in it. She stars in it that you haven't heard in a long time since probably one of your in a movie that your your Spider Man movie Kirsten Dunst is starring hey. in it with oh, wow. Benedict Cumberbatch. That's a, that that name I have not heard in a long time. Like as soon as I saw that, I'm like, whoa, that's Kirsten Dunst. It's interesting. She, she's old, but yeah, she's she's acting still. So that looked really good. So if you guys get a chance to check that trailer out, definitely, definitely go check that out. Have you heard any news, anything in the news of filming um, actors, anything like that you guys excited about or want to um, talk about? Nothing on my so, end. Sony had mentioned that they were considering uh, pushing. I thought about you whenever I saw this, James, because they were thinking about pushing Venom to January when Morbius is supposed to come out and then Morbius back further. But they are on schedule. They are going to release Venom and uh, let there be carnage in October. And then we will get Morbius in, I think it's January 22nd in 2022. So um, nice. So I was excited to, to hear that a movie wasn't getting pushed back. Um, uh, But that's pretty much it. Of course, I did watch the 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 real Far From Home or No Way Home trailer after our yes. podcast Monday, yes. which uh, I want to. I mean, go oh. ahead. I I just wanted to. I got a little little stuff I want to no, talk to you about that. Yeah, I was just saying. I I uh, I think it looks it looks cool. I I like that they even put Doc Ock in the trailer at all. Um, interesting. I mean, interesting stuff. You know, obviously not enough to talk about right now, but. It's just so funny how thirsty the internet was for for that trailer, dude. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Enough it's, to it's make Feige mad. Man, <laughs> that meme of him looking super mad is hilarious, oh, bro. Yeah, he was very mad. But yeah. Uh, yeah, mainly the Venom news. That's what got me really excited. Um, have y'all seen this uh, movie? I think it's um, yeah, it's Elijah Wood and. Uh, called no uh no man of god i've heard about it i haven't i haven't seen the trailer um somebody actually mentioned that i think last week to look at watch the trailer and i totally forgot about that yeah it looks interesting he's a he's another one that hasn't done anything in a while elijah wood he was actually supposed to be at the comic-con that we went to a couple weeks ago um all the the what are the things called from the lord of the rings uh hobbits hobbits dang um they uh they all canceled all four of them they were supposed to be there so yeah i was like i was gonna get elijah wood because i've liked him since he was a child actor but Mm -hmm. speaking of marvel movies so they just announced that so ironheart dominic thorne her character is gonna make her first appearance in wakanda forever yep black panther 2 i saw that so that's that's super exciting um I don't know. I don't know. I didn't read enough about it, but they were saying when they first thought of doing Ironheart um, that Robert Downey Jr. was going to be the voice of the suit. 
I don't know if they confirm uh, that or if they actually, but we'll, we'll see. Um, another movie they have nothing on yet, but they announced it super excited because it took way too long, way too long to come out with is Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg are finally doing a movie together. It's Interesting. Called, I think it's called uh, Me Time. Me Time. Yeah, so I'm super excited <laughs> about that. And then to touch on what we talked about last week, Free A, uh, Ryan Reynolds just announced that Disney really wants them to do a sequel. Which, mm. which it's like it's uh, kind of like a money grab, though, isn't it? Yeah, because I, I mean, I think they ended agree. it really well. Me too. I don't know where they could go with the story, but I wouldn't be opposed to it because it was a really good. I was surprised. Um, I think it would probably come after Ready Player Two because um, they're talking about doing a Ready Player Two, and I'm super excited about that because that was a Please. great great movie and because the uh they just finished the book i can't remember the writer's name but he just finished the book last year so we'll see if they do a second one on that that's probably um, the best video game movie like really and truly like that that movie had me like emotional like i was like i love it so yeah any talk of a ready player sequel um oh yeah oh yeah dude well i, I i'm with you jimmy uh you had mentioned that the the Free guy too is a the free guy again, more freer. Yeah. That's just yeah. a money grab, dude. They closed the story out so good. There's it's unnecessary. They they got their paradise. They got their game. It did better. Uh, Taiki YTT, you know, got in trouble, and you know, like it literally closed so good. And, and I don't know, man. Maybe it's just like the culture of movies of time that we're in that everyone freaking wants a sequel to everything yeah. that comes out why yeah man like, that's not everything one, needs a sequel no that's one thing that bothers me a lot and like i'll be honest i had really no interest to watch free guy until i listened to your guys's podcast and it kind of made me want to actually watch it which i'm going to so kudos to you guys for oh appreciate that actually that for making me want to watch it so that's cool <laughs> but and I have to, I have to agree that sequels are almost like not needed. Like I think you're better off just making a really good story and just ending it. But and like the longer, on. like the longer you go, and it's one thing that is struggling because it's not the writers, it's not the directors that want to do it. It's these big production studios that want to keep it going because they go, "We made a lot of money off a of free guy, or we yeah. made a lot of money off of X. Let's keep it going." And then they're gonna keep it going until uh, the well is dry and they're going to ruin it and it's going to end up with a sour taste in every like in everyone's mouth and that could happen with the sequel to this one and that's right. what happens with sequels is sometimes they're good and they go a little bit further not most and of the like, time like and that one's a flop but most of the time they're not great, yeah. not great. There's, there's not a lot that uh that can make one as good as the other one um with sequels now if you're talking the storyline continues. No, I don't. I don't. I'm oh. not a big fan of reboots. I'm talking oh, okay. like the storyline continues, um, like the trilogies and stuff. Star Wars, the first three Star Wars, you couldn't do that in one movie. That well, those are needed. Be, well, those are needed. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. That makes if sense. The story, yeah. If the story makes sense to continue it, because they're written, definitely like that. do it. Yeah, because like all the Avenger movies, they're not sequels. They're continuation of. They have their own stories that can live without. Like if you watched uh, Avengers two you could kind of get along with that movie without watching the first Avengers. Oh yeah. Uh, watch Captain America winter soldier. You can, you can enjoy that movie without even watching the first Avenger Captain America. Like you don't yeah. have to watch it 
to know what's going on because of the stories that it's based off of those kind of movies. Yes. Give us more of those. Stop at having a really good movie and be like, you know what? We're going to make a sequel to that because speaking yeah, of sequels, I agree. they just announced that they're good. Well, it's not a sequel. It's a pre- prequel. They're doing a prequel oh to the live action Lion King. Oh God. I saw that dude. What's the yeah. purpose of this? That's what so. I mean. When these big, when these big production studios, they want, they see how much money their first movie made. They're gonna go, let's make as much money as we can, and they're okay. I mean, they have to pay for this movie that we're talking about today flopping, so they got to figure it out somehow. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Warner yeah. Brothers, Warner Brothers, they do. Ha- I mean, they do have some good movies, but they're 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 not up there with the high movies anymore. No, probably because really they're with been. DC. Probably because they signed DC. I mean. <laughs> that's probably like, that's probably why we didn't uh, we didn't touch on it but this but they said that this movie would have to make 110 million dollars just to break even and it's at 10 it's at 10 right now and their budget was 68 million dollars so it's a little under a little so, it's at so 10 million like, right now yeah so they're about 100 but they're 100 million off from breaking even for the film <laughs> yeah so that's, not great so much they put so much into something that because they, they have high hopes when they first start, for sure. For right. Because sure. they're like, well, look at us. Look at us, guys. We got Hugh Jackman. We got Rebecca Ferguson. Let's make a movie. And then, uh, and then you know, and then, like you said, you we've, and I'm not saying she's a bad director. She's really not. But no. maybe this being her first movie, maybe she, I don't know. You know, who knows? Maybe I, she's mean, like, I don't know. I want to tell it like this. And someone's like, hey, uh, you know, that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. She's like, shut up. I think it was. I think it was more the story. I think the. Story, it, I think it was. Well, I mean, but she wrote the story too. So, but I mean, I mean, Jimmy might contest to this. You, you, you have a story set, but when you go film, it changes completely. Oh like, yeah. You, you have no control. Or like you're like, uh, okay, we're taking this out, and then I mean, the director is the director of the film, but they don't have 100 percent control over it. Nope. The big brothers in the right. background would be like, you know what? That makes no sense. That's not going to sell. We're, nope, take that out. Don't do so, that. I mean, yeah. we might have had more context to the movie that we didn't know about. Sorry. So mad he's throwing his headset off. I know. He's like Holy. frustrated. He does, I'm he's trying like, to no. fix my freaking beanie. It's driving me crazy. I'm and... upset that I didn't wear my glasses because we all have the same frame. <laughs> well, see, I had to throw a hat on. I was getting ready to start it without a hat, and I'm like, hat, hat, nope, we're... We're all wearing hats, so. Well, I'm I'm wearing a beanie because my head's my... a little too shiny to uh, have a <laughs> light on it and film. Yeah. So, you gotta <laughs> you gotta put a hat on it, you know. I I, I rock a beanie. Uh, I'm rocking a beanie today mainly because I I played Zelda yesterday, so this was on the table. But um, my face is is breaking out something bad. I'm going back in time to 16 years old or something, and so I was like, I'm gonna. I hadn't had all that. Because it's because it's movie reminiscence. You, it broke me out. It you're remembering me out. out. Yeah, I was. I'm trying to. Re- yeah, I'm reminiscing way before I saw this movie. You entitled to financial compensation from this film. Yeah. Please uh, contact. Yeah. Your fi- your stupid movie gave me acne, dude. <laughs> I can see that being the headline too. Warner Brothers being sued from acne by famous causing, by, causing acne. By famous Facebook streamer. Yeah. <laughs> So with that being said, uh, I think we've got everything off our chest that we can possibly get off our chest on this film. Um, and we're going to wrap it up there. So, Jimmy, 
We appreciate you being on, and we're going to yeah. have you plug away, sir. Plug away. Simple enough. If you guys are interested, you can go over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can see our uh, At The Movies that comes out on Tuesdays. After uh, The Movies comes out on Thursdays. That's going to be your newer more kind of current films if you're interested and you can follow us on all social media at Lomo Media except for Facebook it's Media Lomo because we were a couple days short on getting <laughs> Lomo Media there so you can follow us at Media Lomo on Facebook but yeah guys I have to say thank you I had a ton of fun I'm glad that I could finally make it on and hopefully uh, hopefully there's a sequel that'll be better <laughs> for me being on here so we'll yes, see yes yes we will definitely do more of this because we We'll have a lot to talk about in the future with our collaborations that we're doing. So we'll definitely have you on. Plus, we always like to hear your side of the films because that's that's the coolest part is we're all different. We all have different takes on um, the movies. And I, I don't like listening to people that talk and they have all the exact same monologue. Like they, they script it. It's like, oh, yeah, we liked it. No, we didn't like it. It's like we we have different views. Mm -hmm. um, I come in with the visuals and continuity stuff. Dylan loves having the uh, connections with the films. Like he has to have, make the connection with it and there has to be a meaning to it. And Jimmy, of course, coming in with your directing and filmmaking and everything, we like to always hear your side. Cause like when I listen to your guys' podcast, um, I like to, I like to hear what you have to say about I appreciate it that, my friend. because I it's too. like, I'm, I'm sitting podcast. there like, eh, Sometimes I don't agree with you. Um, mostly hey. Aaron. I don't agree with Aaron. Uh, so <laughs> I don't either sometimes. So that's yeah. fine. <laughs> so Dylan, Dylan, plug away, good sir. Well, guys, uh, I am live on Facebook gaming at double O Badger. That's Facebook double O Badger. I stream a lot of Nintendo oriented things. Uh, September is going to be a big month. My stream anniversary is the 17th. That's one nice. year of streaming. We're gonna, yeah, thank you, man. We're gonna we're gonna do a, a big old long stream. Um, I'm eating some hot chips this week. Uh, we're doing a lot of fun stuff. Uh, hopefully, we will be giving. Uh, I'm, I've got some some merch ordered, and I've got some things coming that I'm I'm just so excited to give away to my community. And so, uh, yeah, if you if you want to hang out and come talk and tell me why I'm wrong about reminiscence, come on. I will tell you that you are entitled to your wrong opinion. Yes. I'll need a mod to mute whoever says that. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll make we'll make Jimmy a mod and and Whoops. get in Oops. here. Oops. Yeah. Oops. I don't know what's happening. I, I, feel, I feel like his day would be boring. I don't. I feel like there's not going to be many people contesting us on. Yeah. On no. this I don't know. We'll, I, we will see. We'll see. We'll see. Because I mean, it did. I, I read some reviews, but uh, I, I read yeah. a, re a review that they said their first three words were, or their first couple words were, "I adored this movie," and I was like, "Really? Nope." I was like, One, yeah. "I mean, I read the whole deal, yeah. but they, yeah, they had a good reason. They felt their big reason was that Hugh Jackman and um, I can't May Ferguson had really good chemistry, and they did. Like they, they, but we just didn't get enough of it anyway." That's, anyway, that, that's, but, uh, that's that's questionable. We'll leave it at that. Um, there you go. There you go. But, but we're uh, not here Jimmy, to knock down anybody else's opinion. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you uh, go. Jimmy, so you I'm can so check. glad you got to. Yeah, sorry. I'm I was just hey, going Jimmy and yeah. and uh, dude, thank you so much for being here. And we, Anytime, we love I'm, Lomo. We love what's going on over there. And anytime, I have a couple ideas. I'd like to have you two together on ours. 
like so there's four of us and then us two coming over here and obviously you guys are welcome to be guests on even if oh, you yeah. want to be guests on shooting the bit which is a complete train wreck of a podcast you are more than <laughs> welcome to come on there too because that gets fun sometimes but hey i would love Definitely. to have i would love to have both of you come over and have like a four person almost like let's a panel discussion on film so let's, once we wrap up our season three of independent films we're going to go back to season Season four is going to be the director versus director again, but after, uh, but after the movies is still just whatever it is. So. After the movies, cool, right on. We'd love, love to, to have you guys on for either or. So definitely, yeah. definitely looking forward to that. Um, so we're going to wrap it up here. You can check out Filmcore Digital on YouTube, main platform, Facebook, Instagram. Check out what the Filmcore on all uh, podcast platforms and also on YouTube. If you guys want to check out this awesome video of all three of our faces. Um, go check that out. It will be up Wednesday. Um, appreciate everybody being on today. And uh, insert outro because we're working on figuring out what to outro here. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.